I tell you, Michelle, I'm really enjoying doing our podcast through Anchor. Yeah, it seems to be working really well. Yep. I mean, it, it's free. That's it, always good. Yeah. It's simple. Um, they give you creation tools that, that allows you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or the computer. They distribute the podcast on Spotify and Apple and many other podchasers. You can make money with the podcast with minimum listenership. Awesome. Yep. Everything you need at one place. Cool. Yeah. And all you need to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. Easy enough. Yeah, we've done it. Mm-hmm. Other so pod- you. Yeah. I hope you're having a super day. Um, cause evidently there's some big football contest or something going on today. <laughs> I know that we we made uh, like a queso dip and chips, and I made a chili um, in a in a super sized bowl of stuff. And then we hung out. We got the family together. And we sat and we watched Little House on the Prayer. <laughs> because yeah, we're we're not we're not a football family. Um nothing against it. Just I've never gotten into it. No, I we a couple of years we went with like friends or whatever. Right, right. At, you know, to get together at friends' houses. Mm-hmm. We weren't necessarily there to watch the game. For us, it was more to right. hang out with friends. But right, and there were a few years where I was into college football. Yeah, when I when I worked over at USC, you know the the real USC, you know, yes. first one, the <laughs> one that was a college before California was even a state. Yes, yeah, that one. That one, okay. And I was, you know, followed the Gamecocks quite a bit, but that was a while ago. And but, we just haven't been invited to any... The church had something tonight, but we yeah. go back there, like you were saying, this morning. It takes, almost, it takes us about 40, 45 minutes to get to church. Right. And it's a lot to do that once per day. Yeah, and then just to go and do that, and then by the time the game lets out, and then come home. Yeah. Yeah. So we just stayed home, and we watched Little House on the Prairie. Mm-hmm. I, I had watched episode one with the girls on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Friday <clears throat> night. Um, I did not realize that the first episode was a movie. It was like an hour and 40 minutes. Um, yeah, so I figure what commercials that would have been about two hours yeah. back in seventy five or whenever that 
came out? I think it was like 79. Okay. But, um, yeah, and all it was was just the Ingalls family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, literally, the Ingalls family on a prairie. At some point, they met, met Mr. Edwards. They had a problem with some coyotes at some point. Indians at another point. Yeah, and took an hour and 47 minutes for that. And the girls even said today, like, yeah, that one was long and boring. <laughs> yeah, they liked the episode too, though. Yeah, well, because that one's there in Walnut Grove, and there's right. other people, and... Right. And, you know, there's probably people right now listening to this going, okay, you guys are like a horror-centric podcast. <laughs> we are. You know, but you're talking about Little House on the Prairie. First of all, I'll remind you that Melissa Sue Anderson was in Happy Birthday to Me. So there's your horror tie-in, okay? I'll give you that one. And, oh, I forgot the name of the movie. But Mr. Edwards, Victor Victor French, French, was in a movie in the 70s. With the guy that played Lamont, not Lamont Sanford, um, Jefferson, uh, the son from the Jeffersons. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a real good movie. I forgot the name of it. Damn it. So, anyway, there's a horror connection with Victor French, too. Mm-hmm. And Michael Landon was, I was a teenage werewolf. There you go. Well, isn't Mrs. Olsen scary? Yes, indeed. Very, very. So there we go. But, you know, (laughs) as a kid, Little House was on TV, you know, Mm -hmm. in syndication and everything. So I knew about it, you know. My mom had watched it periodically. My grandmother, you know. But when you and I got married... Mm -hmm. You had told me how that was something that you would watch. Oh yeah, I I really thoroughly enjoy the right the series. So, so we, I had bought you like the first season for Christmas or something mm-hmm. when we first got married, mm-hmm. and then actually sat down and watched it with you, and I ended up really liking it. Right. Well, yeah. you like the whole message that it gave of you know. Yeah, I'm, you work for what you have. I mean, that that's right. a lot of. Yeah, and that's what the, the thing. I mean, yeah, they were Christians, but it wasn't a Jesus-centered show. Right. It was a an integrity. Yeah. Show, you know, be a be a person of integrity. Work for what you have. You know, a gentleman's bond, mm-hmm. handshake. You know, work hard and reap. You know, reap what you sow. I mean, that's I, all. That's wrapped up in that. But in the episode two that we watched, right? Tonight. Yeah, the episode we watched. It was a harvest, harvest of friends. I think yeah. it was. And so, if you've never watched Little House, or you think you have but never did, or you're, you know, take forty minutes, go on Amazon Prime, skip episode one, because that's long and boring. Right. Go to episode two and watch it. And it it's all about working hard, 
being decent to others, mm-hmm. and you reap the reward when need be. Yeah. Like, you know, not to be spoiler alert, although I don't think you can be spoiler alert Shows. on a show from that. From you know, then. 45 years old. But, <laughs> oh, don't remember. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <all>. Shut up. <laughs> um, you know, but it, it's how he just, he did what he needed to do for his family. Right. And, you know, he worked two jobs outside of the home and then came home and was building the home. Right. Then he worked two jobs outside of the home. Oh, no, wait. He didn't take the second job until the home was built. Right. So he worked one one job outside of the home and then came home and built the home. Right. Then he worked two jobs outside of the home and came home and farmed. But the whole thing is, you know, people in the town saw what he did. Right. He didn't he didn't go to everybody, look, you know, look at me, look what I'm doing. He just did what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. And when the time came and he needed help, mm-hmm. I mean, he would just like, you know, when the um uh the doctor yeah. had the problem with the tire. Mm-hmm. He didn't think anything of just, you know, stopping quickly and, and helping with the tire. Right. He didn't take money for it. He Yeah, I mean, he took a ride. He, he, right, he, he took a ride back in the town of work. Yeah, if he can give me a ride, you know, because he took the time. And so instead of having to walk, give me a ride into town. And then the doctor came and, and gave him chickens. a bunch of chickens and he reluctantly took those. Right. Um, but then in the end, you know, at, when he, he came into a crisis and, and needed some assistance, the whole town practically right. stepped up and, and helped. And, and that's what I said to the kids. I said, that's what community is. Mm-hmm. I, I, we don't see that enough these days. Right. But that's what community is. They recognized him for who he was and what he did for his family and what he did for others when they needed it, mm-hmm. when it wasn't the most convenient for him. Right. And, you know, he would, he did what needed to be done. And yeah. So yeah, once again, Amazon Prime, uh, Little House on the Prairie is there. Yeah, I think they've got all, I mean, if you get into it, if, I, if I'm looking at it right, I think they've got all nine seasons available. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd actually, the girls and I, girls and I have said that we want to do an episode a day. Oh, and I don't okay. think that's I don't think that's too lofty a goal. Oh. You know, so no. we'll yeah. get through it when we get through it, and then they want to plan a trip to go because uh, Laura Ingalls Wilder's homestead is actually an attraction now. Oh, okay. And they want to go and see it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Amazon had a couple of things. Um, Undone is an original series that started quite a while ago. Um. I only watched the first episode. I want to finish that one. That, that's pretty good. Um, Bob Odekirk is in it from Better Call Saul. And it's about a girl who is kind of a train wreck in life. Um, her sister is getting married. He, She's marrying this pretty well-off white guy. Uh, they're uh, like half Mexican. And she doesn't want to settle down. She She's living with this guy. Dating this guy exclusively. However, doesn't want to settle down. 
I mean, well, you're settled down anyway, really. Mm -hmm. But she doesn't want to get married and have the kids and everything right now is good. And, and he's like, well, right now it's good, but maybe later we want to do it. And her sister, like I said, is getting engaged. Is engaged. So she's trying... Basically, she's one of these people, and I don't like these people, but my life is garbage. I don't agree with what you seem to be happy with in your life because that's not what would make me happy in my life. So let me sabotage what you have. That way you realize that your life is miserable because mine is, and what makes me miserable has to make you miserable too. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm only one episode into it. I hope there's a character arc because I don't like this girl and she's the main character. But the show is visually gorgeous. It's like an animated, like motion capture animated, drawn. It, it kind of looked like that old movie uh, Scanner Darkly from Richard Linklater where it it looks like actors, and then they did like a overlay, or overlay something. or something like that. I'm not exactly sure how they did it, but it looks beautiful, and it's well acted. But you just don't <clears> like her. I as don't a, like her as a character. Right. Well, yeah. sometimes, I think it's well acted character. I don't like. Sometimes her. though, it's good to have a character that you don't like. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe she's meant to be that way. She, you're not right. supposed to like her. And like I said, I'm only one episode, episode in. You know, people need to have a redemption arc. Or there's more into the story where I end up seeing her point of view. Who knows? Well, you tell me. You keep watching. You tell me what you think of it. And then. Okay. Maybe I'll hop on board. Right. And I'll do the same with Messiah. Okay, yeah, because you started that one. Yeah, I think I saw like one and a half. Okay. And, and that's on uh, Netflix? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm, oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm jumping. You were talking about what was on Amazon Prime. No, go ahead, go ahead. Netflix. Um, it was interesting. Mm -hmm. it, it, I mean, because basically the question is, you know, this guy comes up and it seems like these weird things are all happening around him and. Um, at one point, he was in a storm that should have um, destroyed him, and it didn't. Okay. Um, he does get captured by the police because uh, he he went to the border, and they uh, he wasn't supposed to go in. I don't remember everything. I'm probably going to have to watch the first one again. Okay. Because um, I was kind of in and out, I think, on it. Um but, like, he's in a prison cell, and then he just disappears. Hmm. And now he's somewhere else. They don't know where he is. And then he winds up on the, on the um, steps of, the temp of a temple. And uh, he starts doing a teaching. And a lot of what I've been hearing, and I saw a little bit of, bit of it in the first episode, is this guy has all these wonderful sayings. And they seem like they should be biblical sayings or would be biblical sayings, but they're not. Okay. So the question is, is he really, that 
the show, I don't know if it's, if it's red herring or, or what, but the, the show makes it look like he is the Messiah come back in this present day and age. Right. But because of other things, the question does arise. Is he the Messiah come back or is he a con man? Mm-hmm. And yeah. like I said, I've only gotten the first episode, so I'm nowhere near knowing the answer to that question. Um, well, now but, I've, I've heard from some people cause I, I think a few of our friends, uh, Christian friends online have watched it and they said, um, the first episode's good and then the second and third one are very, very slow Okay. and then it picks back up again. Okay. And I'm kind of stuck in that slow zone where it's like, hmm. I don't know if I can make it to that, <laughs> to where it's exciting again. Well, maybe, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, well, I'll watch it with you, and then we'll we'll make it through. And we'll obligate ourselves to make it through, and we'll do an entire episode okay. on that. Because yeah, I'm sorry, I'm I'm kind of vague on no, it's okay because it's also been a week and a half since I've watched it. Right. So well, because one of the things that you said kind of caught me as funny. Yeah, I know you were chuckling what I said. Well, you had said that he has all these sayings that seem biblical but aren't biblical yeah and i laugh because it's pretty much the modern church (laughs) is they have these sayings Mm -hmm. that seem biblical but aren't biblical (laughs) Uh, or they take take things from the bible but apply it completely right yeah okay i'm gonna stop right here and we're gonna we'll get back into that (laughs) In a little bit. Um, I watched Tammy and the T-Rex on Shudder. I was not here for that, so that was No, this was... You you with the kids at play practice. Okay. Or auditions or something like that. And I'm like, okay, let me sit down and, and, and do this. So I put it on. Because this was a movie that was released in the, like, I think it was mid-late 90s. And it was PG-13. And I remember seeing the box when I worked at the video store in Valley Stream, Video Express. And I remember seeing it, and I'm like, yeah. And I wasn't a big Denise Richards fan at that point. So, but I'm like, yeah. And I didn't watch it. And it was a PG-13, you know, goofy movie. I thought it was going to be something kind of like Theodore Rex or something with uh, Whoopi Goldberg, you know. So I didn't watch it. And then I think it's Vinegar Syndrome released it. And it's on Shudder now, the, the R-rated cut with all the gore on it. And I watched it, and honestly, I uh, <laughs> the gore was fun. But really bad. But fun enough. I don't see how the PG-13 cut ever was remotely watchable. Because the only thing I liked about this was the gory cheese. Um, And Terry Kaiser was in it too. You know, he played Bernie and Weekend of Bernie. He was Bad News Cruise. In Friday the 13th, part 7. Um, but he was a mannequin too on the move. And every 
fifth or sixth episode of Grey's Company. And Six Pack with Kenny Rogers and Anthony Michael Hall. And I believe Diane Lane. I went far geekier than I ever thought I would go <laughs> with Terry Kaiser right there. But I don't know. Just really, really not not good. Not it it wasn't I guess it would be so bad it's good. Mm-hmm. Except I've watched it once and I could go without watching it again. So I know there are there are people that genuinely like the movie. Um, I think it was Palmer with uh, Tara and Podnito. Hey, I respect your taste. Not for me, bro. Um, <laughs> well, see, that's what makes the world go. It, it is. A movie that I had received from Mill Creek called The, the Psycho's Path I watched. And uh, you can look at my letterbox review on this one. I said... There are movies that are bad. There are movies that are so bad they're good. And then there are movies that are so bad you want to punch a kitten. This is one of those movies. It is... He doesn't punch kittens, people. No, I didn't say I did. I said I wanted to... I know, but, but I've never. Be, I no. I I don't. You gotta be careful. Yeah, I we do not condone animal abuse. <laughs> I have never punched a kitten. I worked for years at an animal hospital, caring for little fur babies. But this movie was a Halloween ripoff. Um, the soundtrack was like. John Carpenter's score played backwards with every other note chopped out. It was just like, what? Everyone you can, like, uh, supposed to take place in the 70s, I think. A lot of the actors have bald heads, you know, shaved heads. But the 70s, that wasn't a style. So they just put bad wigs on everybody to cover their bald heads. <laughs> but it had Todd Bridges in it too. So there's that. What you talking about, Willis? Todd Bridges. You just you just know not to watch these movies without me. Yeah. <laughs> I thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> you take the bullet. Yep. Um Watch Axum again, though, and I'll... Oh! I might, I might sit through that yeah. beginning again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Was there anything else that I watched? I don't know. I don't think so. No, we've been really busy with, like, house stuff. Yeah. Work and house stuff. Yeah. And play practice and audition and... Yeah. Yeah. And then we watch that other one where I fell asleep, but... Oh, um, D-Train? Derailed. Derailed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It looked real pretty. You know, last time we talked about Terror Train. Yeah. So, here was another one. Found this on Amazon Prime. 
takes place on a murder mystery train. Which I so want to go on. Yeah, we talked about it last time too. Mm-hmm. I still want to go on it because we haven't done it yet. Lance Hendrickson is in this one. And no one else I have ever seen or heard of. But uh-huh. yeah. once again, vi- visually, it, it was a good looking movie. Yeah. Um, you know, very kind of steampunky because everyone had period yeah. things in it. We had to laugh though at the beginning when they when they're walking through looking at the trains and they're reading the pamphlets. Mm-hmm. When was this train made? In the 1900s? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean the way they said it was like the 1900s or like 800 years ago or yeah. something. Yeah. They were made in the 1900s? Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but I, was, I was made in the 1900s, people. But yeah, they're on this train, and then there's a train robbery. And then that causes the train to get derailed. Hence the name. Into a, uh, a lake? Uh, no, it was a... They never like really, a river. They never some... really showed you. They You knew that the train was going... Around a ridge, and I yeah, think right. it was on a bridge. Right. At that point. So it ended up in a body of water. Body of water, but you never, it's already nighttime, mm-hmm. so they never show you, you know, whether it was a river or a lake or, or what the body of water right. was. And then there is a creature thing. With like two mouths. Yeah. So really it's, sharp teeth in both. Right. So it's like, you know. Looked like a swamp thing. Creature. An aquatic Creature feature type of thing. And we'll leave it at that. Um, not bad. No. Not bad. I mean, something... You that, did fall asleep. Yeah. But granted, it was late. Yep. You had worked a long day. Yep. I think I might have nodded off for a second or two, but it was good. Yeah, not bad. I mean, nothing to rave about, but... Eh. If you have time to kill, you want to not waste your time. Yeah. Fully. Mm-hmm. Because isn't time to kill? Ah. Isn't that the whole point? Is wasting time? Right. Yeah. But if you want to do it having some sort of enjoyment. Right. Well, it's like what Norman Bates says. You know, a hobby is supposed to pass the time, not fill it. Psycho. We're a horror (laughs) podcast. Throw that one back in there. Do I make the horror podcast not horror? No, you do. You do. I, I... I feel like sometimes you feel like you have to overcompensate. No, for me. no. We, we are the the we're the horror podcast. We're the family. We're family friendly horror podcast, which is weird in of itself. Mm-hmm. And then there are other things that I don't know. Like I recorded the other day with Andrew. Right. And. We'll be posting that one will be up in, in maybe a week or so, because um, I'm it's long and I'm editing it and I'm trying to make it as I'm not going to say watered down because I'm not, but we have some lines that need we to we got lines that that boundaries that we don't want to cross right and and that's the thing you know. And if you've heard us for any amount of time, you know how we are with everybody. Hey, I respect what, you know, I'm not here to push. Right. You know? 
And that, and I want people to be real and be honest mm-hmm. with each other. And if and if you guys are familiar with my former podcast, a lot. There's two episodes on there, the Friday the 13th and the Jaws one. You know that we get a little saltier than usual, you know, than what you're used to here. Well, yes, because Andrew is very different than me. Oh, yes. And <laughs> Andrew is different than I am now. <laughs> I used to be very much like Andrew, but I've mellowed in my old age and... With the kids. With the kids, and yes, serving God. Mm-hmm. Where Andrew doesn't do that yet, he is still my best friend, and, you know, as, you know, as Andrew started laughing, you know, and he made a joke, man, Dino's friends with the devil, you know, <laughs> which might end up being the title of that episode, <laughs> but... He and I are, you know, friends since we were 14 and 13, respectively. And we're lifelong Star Wars fans, so it's something that we're very passionate about. Mm -hmm. Which means when it's good, we're passionate about it. When it's bad, we're passionate about it. When it's the prequels, (laughs) we're very passionate about it. And when it's the newer movie in J.J. Abrams, Andrew's very passionate about it. <laughs> so, we are... It, it's going to be something, but it's going to be worth hearing. So, I just mm-hmm. wanted to throw that caveat into this episode for some reason. Hey, you know what? I think we've established that we don't come in with any... We just talk. Yeah. And, you know... Yeah, so I'm saying there will be a disclaimer if you are easily offended, don't listen. If you aren't easily offended, listen three times and leave a review. (laughs) (laughs) You know how we are. We unapologetically talk about God, but yet we are unapologetically horror fans. And we unapologetically like everybody to hang out and get along and be decent to each other. Mm-hmm. You know? And more often than not, we end up offending Christians more than we offend non-Christians. <laughs> you know? The Christians are more offended by our horror and, eh, you know, not being offended by the world. Yeah. Take. I don't think there's anything that I can do that doesn't offend Christians somehow. Right. I, it seems like no matter what I do, no matter what I say, I'm offending them somehow. Mm-hmm. Like what? Or I just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, that is a big... You, you don't get it. You don't read your Bible. Oh, yeah. Mm, that, that one. Well, if you read your Bible, yeah. I read my Bible. Yeah. Well, you should pray before you read your Bible. I pray before I read my Bible. Yeah. Well, ask God to tell you what it says. I do. Mm-hmm. Just because I don't understand it the way you do, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I don't do those things. Right. I, and that's what gets. I don't accuse them of not reading their Bible. Right. They don't understand it the way they understand it. Mm-hmm. But I don't accuse them of not reading their Bible. I don't accuse them of not praying. 
mm-hmm. but because I don't see it or understand the Bible the way that they do, somehow I'm the one that doesn't right. read or understand what I'm reading. Or right. Well, the one topic I don't want to get into because I would like to do a, well, you, and you would say, do an episode Correct, an on entire it. episode on And it. I would like to maybe get a guest or two in this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, maybe so. a... Yeah. We will be working, in other words, we will be working on another full um, Christian theological episode right. akin to our hell episode and, and the dinosaurs. dinosaurs in the Bible. Right. Yeah. So we've got another one of those type episodes in the works. Right. And well, well yeah, well, we're going to try to get one or two different pastors on here, you know, mm-hmm. maybe with different perspectives. We don't know because I like to come to the podcast letting them know what our topic is and have them have a real conversation, not a scripted back and forth. But the other thing, you want to talk about that? um, Well, I was having a conversation with a, a Christian homeschool group, which I won't say the name of, on Facebook. And um, they had done a, somebody had done a post about a new episode of Sesame Street that's coming out, where I I believe his name is Billy Porter. Is that his name? I think. Uh, Billy Porter is going to be on the episode. Now, is he a singer or who is he? I'm not even sure and I didn't even bother to look. Um, Just as he's an American performer. Uh, Broadway theater performer, singer, actor. He attended the musical theater program at Pittsburgh Creative and Performing Arts Schools of Drama. Are you on Wiki? Oh, yeah, it's whatever. I just just Googled his name. And I guess he's going to be on an episode of um, Sesame Street, and he's going to be wearing an outfit where at the top it looks like a tux, Mm -hmm. but then it flares out into a full to the floor dress. So, I'm sure you can assume... At the Golden Globes, he wear, he wore an embroidered suit and a pink cape. Yeah, well, so, he, he's flamboyant. Yeah. So, I mean, he is a homosexual. Yeah, so, I'm sure you can imagine what was being said on this um, homeschool group. And, basically, I, I just, you know, I just made the comment that... Sesame Street has never said it was Christian. Mm-hmm. Neither, to my knowledge, as you can see, I didn't know much about him, but neither, to my knowledge, did Billy Porter. So I don't understand why we are expecting them to live the way that some Christians believe their lives need to be lived. Right. And all I said, you know, if you don't, if that's not something you care to see, don't watch that episode. Right. It's not a big deal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because you reading some of the comments and you would think that the world was ending because Sesame Street had him on there in this dress. Mm-hmm. I don't see the big deal. Just don't watch it. Right. And then, you know, and then I had made the comment too that, you know, there are some cultures where men wearing skirts or dresses is normal. Right. 
And then, of course, I got chastised for that. Well, even if it is normal there, it's not normal here. Right. Well, aren't we a melting pot of different cultures? Yeah. Oh, well, that's not what ha- that's not what's happening here. So you, you can't equate the two. Tony. And, and then I was then I was accused of they they made the um they said that me saying it's okay for him to wear it because in other cultures men do wear dresses is like saying it's okay to do opioids, street opioids, because some people do it legally. Yeah. How are you? How are you comparing wearing a, a dress to illicit drugs? Yeah. <laughs> I no. This person was driving me a little batty. I actually wound up having to just step away from the conversation. Yeah. There was a one guy in there that commented. Yeah, with pictures. Well, well that, that was a, that was a different. That was actually I think on relevant. Oh, had, was it? Relevant had run the same Sesame Street. These articles all make their rounds. It goes through yeah, it's like the, you're talking uh, about. relevant crosswalk. You know, a lot that of your homeschooling group. That yeah, whatever I see in relevant or crosswalk that's of that nature. Nine times out of ten, I'll see it on that homeschooling group. Right. Um, it, it just kind of circles its way. But yeah, there was one guy I think it was on the relevant one that he was thinking along the same lines that I was, and he posted a picture of three very manly men in their kilts. Yeah. Um, and then he had a picture of, uh, it appeared like they were from an African tribe. Right. And they were wearing, I, I don't know, I'm sure there's a specific name right. for what they were wearing, but it was like a dress. Right. Um, and then he put up a picture of Jesus. No. Oh. Wouldn't wouldn't what was typical for his day yeah. be considered a dress? Dress, right? But it also made me think. You know, as I'm talking to this woman and and we're having this back and forth, and um, one of the things that you know I realized how many things um, kings, right? A lot of the kings' most um, royal outfits. Mm-hmm. Flared out into a dress. Right. Um, our judges at the founding of our country. Yeah, powdered wigs. Powdered wigs. They mm-hmm. used to do. They used to do the little makeup um, mole. Right. And these were the, weren't that more like the French. They well, did the French that? Might, I'm, but I might, I might still, be but yeah, yeah. Y- your most respected in society was doing that. Mm-hmm. And I and when did it become culturally acceptable for women to wear yes. pants? That was a big part of the that was a big part of the discussion too. You know, I said, you're wanting to hold this person to a particular standard because he's a man wearing a dress. Yet, okay, and you want to use the, the you want to cite the biblical verse where it says, men should not dress as women and women should not dress as men. So, why is it okay for women to wear pants? Right, and I think that only. Change like on television, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm not googling it, uh, Dick Van Dyke show, I mm-hmm. think. I yeah, I don't. Know. I think I don't know. Was it was it Mary Tyler Moore was the wife in Dick Van Dyke? I think, and I think she was the first woman to wear pants on mm-hmm. TV. Yeah. And it's not even 
and because somebody else did comment uh, about the women wearing pants and they're like well they're pants made for women so so it's different well no because this has a tux in the top this is made for men (laughs) but if they want to how do i want to frame what i want to say um a pants suit could be you know you can kind of say might be made for a woman but women started wearing jeans and the t-shirts or jeans and a, and a button blouse and i just don't get it yeah yeah but then you know <laughs> but then you know but you, so even with this i was told that you know my view wasn't christian enough because i'm saying they're the world they're gonna do what the world does right. if you don't want to watch it then just don't watch it Right. Oh, and that well, that and that was the other part of it, because um, I, you know, because it's a homeschool thing. I said, well, if you believe one way about it, use it as a teachable moment to teach your children. Yeah. And say, you know, this is what I believe God would say about this, as per what I read in the Bible. Blah blah blah. However you want to put it. Right. I mean, that's what I do with our children. Right. If, there, if there's something that I see that. I think is not within God's will. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to hide it from them. Mm-hmm. I'll let them watch it or, or see it. And I mean, we've talked about this before, and then we'll just, you know, yeah. explain to them why we feel this is not in God's will and not what God would want. Right. So this is what I said to her, and her response <laughs> to me was, well, they're too young for that talk. Yeah, they're not going to understand that talk. They're not going to understand they're too young for that talk. So I said back to her, they're too young for that talk. What do you, if they're too young for that talk, then they're not going to understand what they're watching. Yeah. It's going to just go over their heads. So then just let it go over their heads. You can't have it both ways. Mm -hmm. Either they're too young and they're not going to understand it, or it can be a teacher (laughs) moment. You can't. You can't have it where they're going to understand exactly what message this person is trying to give them that you don't want them to have, Mm -hmm. but they won't understand you and the message you're trying to give. Mm -hmm. It it, it just, it can't be both ways. Yeah. But she was very insistent that it was. And And that's the thing. We, We get in trouble, not because we condone these things, but because we refuse to condemn people who do these things. Well, to them, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's as good as condoning. Uh, if, if you don't condemn, then you're condoning. It's it's one or the other. And, they'll and pu- that's why I don't, and that's right. why a lot of times I clash with many Christians. Right. Because they, if you don't condemn, you are condoning right. to them. And then they'll pull out these scriptures and go, well, it says here, do not blah blah blah, and you're sitting there going, "Well, who is he writing that to?" Mm-hmm. "Quote unquote, God's people." Right. That this was to a specific audience. Right. If someone does not recognize themselves as God's people, why are you expecting them to adhere to God's rules? Well, and. And it's, I don't understand how they can't see it this way. They say that they, because I've had some of them say that they know that the world is going to act like the world. Mm-hmm. 
but they don't want the world to to force they don't want to force christianity on the world but they don't want the world i i can't even express it just because it makes no sense to me I, I can't even put it they say when the world acts as the world it's the world shoving the world down their throat no but the world is allowed to be the world because the world is the world it, it, does that right it, it, does that express the point? I, I know that it, you know what It I mean. expresses it as cockamamely as they do. Right. So you're, you're consistent with okay. what they're okay. spewing. It's still a bunch of crap. I, I had a thing. It was a ad on Facebook for 2B TV. Okay. And we have 2B TV. I like 2B TV. There's stuff on there you're not going to find on other places. Okay. And the ad was something about, you know, you know, why you're paying all this money for Netflix or you know, one of those like uh what is that? The moment when you blah 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 blah. Okay. And it was a meme of like a shocked face or something and it was the moment you realize you're paying ten dollars a month for Netflix, when you could be getting Tubi for free. Okay. Okay. Well, okay, whatever. So I clicked into it just to see. And someone had asked, well, does Tubi have faith-based movies on it, like Facing the Giants and, you know, all this other Christian movies? Okay. Which I don't have a problem with. There are some of them that are good. There are some of them that are absolute cheese, but there are some that are pretty good. You know, God's not dead or whatever, you know. So, a couple of people had laughed at the comment or whatever. And Tubi had responded, we do have a section of faith, faith, whatever. There was one guy that commented saying, hey, all you heathens and sinners out there making fun of this post. Um, you're going to be wishing for Netflix in hell. When you're, when you're burning in hell, uh, you're going to be wishing for Netflix. Shame on you. Repent now. Oh, good night. Uh, yeah. So I commented. And I said, Jack, you are doing nothing to help with evangelism right here. Everything you said is wrong and completely unbiblical. Right. And there is nothing in what you said is is Christ-like at all. And shame on you. <laughs> and I left it at that. And I, I didn't hear back from him. Nor did I expect to. Because then it would be like, prove to me what you said. Right. Could be supported with scripture and it would have ended right there. But I'm like, wow. Yeah. Uh, it, it is so hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because half of what you do is damage control. Yes. I got into an argument on Twitter with a guy who is an atheist Mm -hmm. about hell. Now, if you know our position on hell, listen to the What the Hell episode. Right. If you don't, listen to it. If you don't, listen to it. But he was coming to me trying to defend... All the places where hell is this burning torture thing. And I'm like, well... Hey, Jack, you don't even believe. You don't even believe in this. (laughs) But you're telling me I'm an (laughs) idiot and I have to learn how to read my Bible. 
I'm like, dude, I've been reading the Bible for 20 years, man. <laughs> I was a Sunday school teacher. I'm not saying this to puff myself up, but I kind of have to read it in order to teach it. But you're an atheist and you're coming at me with this. And we're kind of in bizarro land here. Mm -hmm. Because you're telling me that God will torture people who don't believe in it. And I'm saying, I don't really think Jesus taught that. We let the cat out of the bag right there, but there was no other way to... Yeah. But, and if any Christians have an issue with what we just said, go listen to the What the Hell episode, please. Listen to it in entirety, because we you... talk about a lot of scripture, and yeah. it's actually really fun. Yeah, and then if you still have questions, then come to us. Then guys. come and talk to us, and we'll, you know, and Christians, once again, let me say, this is a non-salvation issue. My salvation does not depend. Are you sure? I've been told many times that I'm going to hell because of my position on hell. Yeah. I've been told that more often than I can count. And then you say, you know what? Then I hope I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm right, then I got nothing to worry about then. I'm a false teacher. I'm a deceiver. I'm a heretic. I'm a wolf's in, wolf in sheep's clothing. And the funny thing is, is that these are the people that'll go, well, Jesus talked about hell more than anybody. Well, our little brief conversation... Talked more about hell than Jesus did in the Bible. <laughs> I just throwing it out there. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, should we end on that hot take? I think so. Okay, <laughs> guys, thank you very much. Uh, we love y'all. I posted on Twitter again. We have a new feed on Apple. This is a podcast by Gang uh, Gang Alley Productions. So Gang Alley, like it. Alley with gang within it. Our <laughs> last name's Gang Galley, so it's kind of a play on that. I think it's clever. <laughs> but if you can go, like, review, rate, do whatever. Wherever you're listening, spread the word. We really appreciate it. We love you guys. Love all of you. We're with each other.